It's time for the 2 o'clock show. Featuring Matthew Clock, Tim Clock. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Larry Show. Larry, if you're in there messing with the microphone again, I swear. Oh, have a good day, everyone. Welcome to the 2 o'clock show. In case you were wondering if you were listening to the proper podcast, this is the 2 o'clock show, episode 21. And this program has been brought to you in part by Pemington's Personal Spacecrafts. At Pemington's Personal Spacecrafts, we have every kind of spacecraft for your space travel needs. Whether you just want to orbit the Earth a little bit, go to the moon, or see another planet, come to Pemington's Personal Spacecrafts and I guarantee we'll have the spacecraft for you. Welcome to the life and times of Elvira Gulch. Yeah. Last time, Marshall Dillard boarded the train to head back to Elvira Gulch to get supplies to help find Liam Sheamus. Meanwhile, Deputy Buford stayed behind in Moose Jaw Meadow trying to look for Liam Sheamus. He'd borrowed Marshall Dillard's badge and gun and had his own trusty horse Mortimer with him to go look for Liam Sheamus while Marshall Dillard went back to town for supplies. Meanwhile, Marshall Dillard didn't have a ticket and was thrown off the train and Buford finds Marshall Dillard walking back in the Moose Jaw Meadow dripping wet. Hey Marshall Dillard, what tarnation you doing back here all wet? What took you so long? Well, as suffice it to say, Deputy, I didn't exactly have the credentials to get back to Elvira Gulch and I had to take a swim. You couldn't, you couldn't afford a ticket neither, Marshal? Nah, I gave you my last piece. I figured my word was good enough and I could pay him back afterwards, but I reckon not. Yeah, some people don't, don't respect the law there, Marshal. Nah, it don't seem that way. But we can have you head back on to Elvira Goldspew and get the supplies while I wait here, I guess. I still have that silver dollar you gave me, Marshal. I, I didn't check into the hotel yet. I, I figured I'd walk around town and, and look for Liam Seamus myself. All right, well, that's a right good thing, because then we can have you spend that on your ticket. Oh, at least one of us can afford it. I could buy my own tr- train ticket, though, Marshal Dillard. Wh- what? I have two $20 gold pieces in my pocket. Why didn't you tell me? in the first place. I thought you was just being nice or or using company money. (sighs) Well, Buford, you know, just just keep it, all right? Just just head on back to town, get us some supplies. I'll look for Liam Seamus here. You gonna gonna stay here with Mortimer? Yeah, I'll take care of him. I'll need my badge and gun back, though. Okay, well... I'll go back to town and, and, and see if I can find your brave horse, Craig Thunder. Well, Deputy Buford buys a ticket and boards the train, and the train is heading back on to Elvira Gulch. Hi, Marshal. I'll see, you, I'll see you back soon. Buford, don't go waving your ticket around like that. You're, Buford, you just dropped it out the window. Uh, well, it's okay. I'm already on board anyway. It, it, it should be okay, Marshal. No, Buford, if if the conductor's like the one I had, you're gonna... You're not, Buford! Buford, now you need to... Oh, well, that ain't gonna bode well. 
After several minutes, the train heading back to Elvira Gulch reaches the bridge over Elvira River, and long comes a conductor checking for tickets. Tickets, please. I said tickets, please. Uh, I, I dropped mine out the window. I was waving at Marshall Dillard, and uh, I dropped it. I just bought it back there in Moose Jaw Meadows. Yeah, sure, that's what they all say. Come on, come on with me. But, but I just, I uh, just... Don't be giving me that garbage. I just had somebody else pulling the same thing. This is what we do with vagrants trying to ride our train here. But, but, I just... Uh, Join us again next time as we learn about the life and times of Elvira Gulch. Today's episode is brought to you in part by... A salmonella is a delicatessen. We're back after the false accusations of using a roadkill for the meats. I come and get you a sandwich with some of our good meats. It's so good you don't ask what it is. We don't tell. It's a surprise. Come and do a salmonella's delicatessen. Come and get you a sandwich. And now it's time once again for Life's Questions. This is a call-in part of our program where you, the listener, can call in with your questions. You can ask any question, and we guarantee we'll give you an answer. It may not be the answer you want. It may not be a complete answer or a satisfactory one, but oh, you get an answer. Our, uh, our panel is lighting up as we speak. And uh, tell you what, let's go to line one and see what uh, question that person has for us today. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? So how come for they have holes in donuts? Well, it's because donut companies, like video game companies, are greedy and want to sell you the complete product in separate pieces for extra money. You see, this way, the donut company can sell you the donuts and the donut holes for extra. Yeah, I guess, I guess that'll have to do. Bye now. Okay. Moving on to the next line. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? Why is there a ring around Saturn? Because it's engaged to Jupiter. Have a good day. Going to line 3. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions. What's your question? Going to line four. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. What's your question? I want to know if if horses really taste like beef. <laughs> Going to line five. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions. What's your question? Well, I just wanted to tell that other caller that. Uh... Horses don't taste like beef, they taste more like chicken. This is an interesting session. Uh, okay, thank you. Moving on to the sixth line. Hello, this is Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? What is green? Green is the opposite color of red. Oh, because I had had tea with biscuits and it was green and I wondered what... What is green? What does green signify? It probably means your tea is spoiled. Oh, no wonder not today. Y- yep, you should 
do something about that. Moving on to line seven. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. What's your question? What's the difference between a slug and a snail? One is more povertous and can't afford a home. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Have a good day, sir. Going on to line eight. Hello, and welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. What's your question? What do you think's better, son? A grenade or just a stick of TNT? Well, it depends on the situation, really. Do you want a quick explosion or a big explosion? I'm trying to bust up a party in my behind my backyard. Oh, dynamite, definitely. All right there, son. Have a good day. All right, going to the next line. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? Why is there air? Because otherwise everyone would be walking around going because they can't breathe. Bye. You know, by this point, I've just given up on trying to make sense of our colors. I'm just going with it now. This is... Ugh. This is a trip. Okay, one last line. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? How can we park in a driveway and drive on a parkway? Because the world is full of chaos and confusion and makes no sense. Uh, that's what I figured. It's the same reason Greenland is icy and Iceland is green. Well, that's just that then, I guess. Glad I could help. Have a good day, sir. And thank you, listeners, for listening to today's somewhat fast-paced and chaotic episode of Answers to Life's Questions. This program is brought to you in part by Tom's Anvils. Get yourself an anvil today. We have every kind of anvil you could possibly need for any situation, whether you're just working on a project in your garage or you want to drop one on a pesky coyote. Get yourself a good quality anvil from Tom's Anvils. Welcome once again to Name That Sound, another call-in portion of our podcast where people can call in and try to identify the sound that we're going to play for you. And here's today's sound right here. Now, if you know what the sound is, go ahead and call in and we'll take your call and see if you can guess what it is. And if you happen to guess right, you win a trip for two to Larry's Waterworld in Orlando, Florida. Not to be confused with any other amusement parks in the country, because it's not anything like anything else because it's much lamer okay our our panel is beginning to light up even as we speak so well, let's go to line one here welcome to name that sound what do you think that sound was is it an octopus grabbing stuff with its suckers uh not quite good good guess though uh try again next time let's go to line two Okay, uh, go ahead. What do you think that sound was? Is it someone drowning in a puddle? Uh, no. No, sorry. Try again. Let's go to line three. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Your mother. Uh, no, not quite. Uh, close, but uh, try again next time, sir. Dang it, Larry. We talked about this. Okay, let's try line four and see uh, see what we have here. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Was it a mute trying to laugh? Uh, no. No, sorry. Uh, 
Why don't you try again next time? Let's go to line five. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Was it a skeleton doing the hokey pokey? Uh, no, no, good guess, but uh, sorry. Let's try uh, line six here. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Was it a cork in space? Uh, no, not even close. Okay, let's go to the next line. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Was it the sound grandmother's dentures make when you throw them down the stairs? Uh, no. Close, close, but uh, not quite. Uh, try again. Let's, let's go to the next line. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Your grandmother. Uh, we gotta talk to Larry. I, I thought he was screening these calls. Yeah, so did I, Larry. Look at him give us that look over there. You know, we, we just put something over that window so we can't see him. Then we'll probably just start sleeping. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's take another caller here. Welcome to Name That Sound. What do you think that sound was? Was it a dog eating peanut butter? That's it. You win. And now... We'll switch you over to Larry. Stay on the line. We'll switch you over to Larry to find out about the wonderful trip that you won to Larry's Waterworld in Orlando, Florida. And he'll give you the details about uh, your trip. So thank you and join us next time for Name That Sound. Today's episode has also been brought to you in part by Banerjee's Custom Sitars, man. Come on down to Banerjee's and get a sitar custom made. Just for you, man. It is time once again for Invention of the Week. And today's invention is a time machine. Now, of course, we have our own geotemporal vortex facilitator, which really this machine can't even compare to ours. But in all fairness, we have Professor Barnaby here from the local university who has actually invented a time machine. And he's going to demonstrate for us how his time machine works. Come on inside there, uh, Professor Barnaby. Oh, yes, hello. It's a pleasure to be here, of course. Okay, there, Professor. Now, we understand that you have a time machine. Why Why is it this time machine looks just like my wife's washing machine? Well, that is because, of course, the university would not supply me the funds to use proper equipment, and I was reduced to having to use household appliances and equipment that I already had on hand. Okay, now, uh, how do you set this particular machine for whichever time period you wish to visit? Well, it's quite simple, really. You simply set the dial on the outside here. I simply kept the knobs from the washing machine, of course. Reduce, reuse, recycle, my good man. And, as you can see, it's labeled for different increments of time. For instance, if you want to go a sensory forward, you set this dial to C for sensory, of course, and then you can adjust the number using this second dial. Okay, now let's say let's say that I turn this knob here and I set it for ten thousand years in the future. How how would you how would you then send your machine into into the future? Well it's quite simple really. We would set this to M for millennium, set this to ten thousand and then by pushing this button... Oh, you have to be kidding me! Um, his... It looks like his machine worked, but the problem is it's gone and he is not 
inside to retrieve it. It took me 15 years to make that. Well, thanks for coming to demonstrate your time machine with us, Professor, and, uh, yeah, good luck on, uh, making another one. Fifteen years of late nights after lectures at the university, trying to produce a time machine, having people laugh at me, they made a laughing Well, we thought that we would end this program by demonstrating one of the rockets that we purchased from Pemington's personal spacecrafts. And we got us uh, quite a doozy here. It's it's capable of going to other, other planets, actually. And we thought that we would test it out just for fun um, as we're, we're closing out this particular podcast. You see, he says it can go to other planets, which makes it sound expensive, but we got the lowest tier model for that. True. I mean, we don't have much of a budget here, you know. But uh, anyway, well, if you want to set the dials and uh, close the hatch there, we'll, uh, we'll have our countdown and uh, then take off. All right, hatch closed, and it has its own countdown computer. You just got to start it up, like so. Countdown till rocket ignition initiated. Well, hopefully this, uh, this rocket will uh, Nine, work out okay, eight, and uh, thank you for seven, joining us, and hopefully six, we will see you next time five, on the 2 o'clock show. Three, two, one. engine ignition. Lift off. <laughs>